mistakes it raised Jimmy Medlin, Coach Mike Ray Cuba Lacker, Bobby York, TJ and the Moose Jim Drury, Richard Dixon, Lawson, Gaither, Dennis Dixon Delvin, Cessna, Kelvin, Cessna, Six-Gun, Billy Q Jimmy Worth, Jim Baker, Sports and Spurs, Jody Bone, Bob Bagby, and the Lions Jamboree. Wrestling team getting lean, Susan Ride, Hoops Queen, Dennis Bowser, Tank Farm, JD's Tavern, Bobby D. Holds Lori Chief, Prime Queen Boats, Berkeley Carey, Tracy Cole, Destroy, and Stacy Moore. Neil Heath, Sally Sears, Evans, and the Glory Years. Mo, Mom, Mel, Mare, the Cunningham Four. Ray Price, Burton Shan, 88, Shopee Kent, Twyla Thorne, Walking Laps, Gary Dimmons, Taking Snaps. We made state, said the shirts, Pizza House, Joe Kurtz, Freddie A, all the way, 100 yard home to the West Gymnasium at Red Hill High School and guys we've been talking about it for a long time and here we are this podcast <laughs> dream come true tonight it's good to be back I think I haven't been here since 2005 I think I've been in this gym so it's uh it's it's very uh brings back a lot of great memories to be back in this gym Chip but when did you say the the last time all four of us were here 
The last together. time all four of us together would have been the 1993 sectional championship game. Brian and I right down there on the first row, David up in the chair backs, and then Gary say, on the floor, I don't floor, know if we've obviously. all four ever been together. Right. Well, all five true. of us now, yeah. for sure. Well, yeah. and Gary yeah, was on the floor, and someone else was on the floor, too. Our yeah. first guest of the night, and hopefully we have a lot of them, is uh, a, a sponsor since episode number one. Yes, yes. From Andrews Insurance, Mr. Justin Shear. How are you, buddy? Hey, guys. Appreciate Finally, it. Justin Shear makes his podcast debut. It's about time. I've heard every episode. I'm big fans. Yeah, this is Thank great. You. We've had one heck of a day. We we started off with lunch at Gray's, another sponsor. And I'll, I'll mention all of our sponsors now. Andrews Insurance, Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport, People State Bank, and, of course, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. But we started our day chip off at Gray's, and uh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, Gray's was great. We... Eat. All four of us got the double cheeseburger, different varieties of the double cheeseburger, and then um, we took the Bridgeport cruise around town. We recorded that cruise, and that podcast will be out in about a week or two, yep. where we would just give our thoughts as we drive around Bridgeport. Shockingly, I don't think I'm going to have to do as much editing as I, I, I feared Maybe. that I would on yeah. that, where, where you just turn on the mics, drive around town, and, and talk. And you might say, oh, how, how long can you drive around Bridgeport and talk? <laughs> what do we do, about a 90-minute podcast? Yeah, it was there? about an hour and a half. And there was no empty, like there was no, no dead air. I mean, there were parts of Bridgeport we didn't hit, like later I'll, we went out to Washington School later. We could have still been recording still been out there. Yeah. And we've got a Washington School alum with us tonight, along with David. There we go. That's right. Yes. But here yes. we are, Red Hill versus Christ the Rock. Oh, Juice, it, uh, it sounds like they're a pretty good squad. I think they're well, – I've heard differing reports from uh, the Red Hill broadcaster saying they're number one in the state. To He said they were number one in the country at oh, first. No, I, don't, I do not think they're number one in the country. And then number one state. I've seen number five. They're – they're a favorite to win the 1A state title wherever they're they're ranked. Yeah, but uh, Juice, what's going on, man? It's good good to have you here. Well, I tell you what, it's been a couple years since I've been here in the gym. Is that right? So really, it, it has been been a, well. No, I take that back. Macy, Macy was senior last year, so I guess I was here last year. But uh, you know, I listened to all your podcasts. You guys talk about all the facilities, and I was thinking, you know, what's what's my first memories of this gym? Yeah, of course, we went through the whole junior pro thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, you remember where everybody, I can still name where everybody's seats, parents were, yeah, and, yeah. you know, the the Moors all the way down. When, back in, uh, when I first got into the basketball, you know, it was the Chuck Miller era. You know, that, that was the first one. Chuck Duncan, you know, those were uh, th- those were my team. My parents were down there in the front row right here behind the cheerleaders, so those were our seats. But when I think about it, one thing you guys haven't mentioned that I just really remember oh. is the old RC wax cups down there. We oh, got yeah. fountain drinks. There'd be people up here just stomping on them. Stomping. Yeah, I, I, I thought you were going to go that direction. You'd yeah. get some dirty looks. <laughs> up in that northwest ca- corner, you know, that's where the uh, five through eighth graders kind of Junior high makeup section. section. I'm yeah, looking at it right now. There was a lot of sweaty hand holding <laughs> up there. There was a lot of... Uh, a lot of football, the uh, paper football games oh, yeah. where we had to, had to do some scoring. So there's a lot that goes on. And then, like you said, you come back in here on that Saturday morning that still smells like popcorn. Blackjack mm-hmm. had already swept the floor. Yes. But, you know, you were on the – you were here and you were, you know, you were ready to go. Uh, you know, that, that, that really brings it back uh, for me, you know, in that era, you know, when we, when we were younger. Uh, I tell you what, my time here, the way I kind of sum it up, and this may be a little odd, is – Obviously, was here for four years, but it, it seemed like when it come to basketball, to me, it was all one long season. Yeah. And all those years just kind of ran together. You know, 
didn't obviously didn't play or dress varsity as a freshman, but you know I remember going up there and the the regional was at Newton. Mm-hmm. Brandon hit a couple last seconds, and you know we kind of made a run. That was the first building. You know that was Hobbs senior year, and Brandon those juniors were coming on. You know obviously the next year we get a little bit closer. We go over to Lawrenceville, and you know Rico had a shot there in the middle of the lane to. Everybody in the world thought it was going to Brandon, but uh, you know, and Brandon went through and shoved his hand through the door, the yeah. door on the way in, and then, so then you know, we go we go to the next year, the junior year, and you know, we we make that run with that that great team, and you know, we get we get Gwaltonied up there at Newton again, and yeah. that was a it was a tough one. Then you know how me and me and Mookie's career ended here, but I will I will tell you. I know, you know, it's a little bit difficult. You guys have all been through it. You're rooting for that class behind you. You know, you really want to see them, and you really want to see them do well, but you still yeah. want to say, well, you know, were they as good as us? Right, or, you know, right, we yeah. do that. But I really think, and this is a little, maybe a little gooey, but it, it was a little bit of a family. If nothing else, I know all those classes wanted to see Fred get some trophies. Yeah, exactly. I, know. Uh, I mean, I that, that we're down. And we, it never wouldn't have happened if it wasn't a family. I mean, we weren't going to come in here. I mean, my gosh, our senior year, we were practicing against an all-star team every night, yeah. every weekend, and, and it was important to them. I mean, yeah. it really was, and it was a building thing, and uh, just a lot of good memories here in the, in the gym. And uh, Yeah, and we watched, we watched a couple of those games last week, and, and I had to keep getting corrected because I live in Indiana now, so I'm used to the <laughs> sectional coming first, but the regional, and then and we watched that game against Lawrenceville, and then the sectional here, and... And but to go back to that family thing, Gary, talk about or both of you talk about how things changed halfway through that year. And and my daughter just thought it was the greatest thing ever that you guys stretched your line as the warm ups happened, stretched it all the way across the floor. And yeah, and I don't even know. That's one of those things where we went through a little rough patch midway through, and then that trip to Flora. And I remember that we, was a terrible. Uh, it was game. a terrible that we we drove to Flora. We, the game lasted, it seemed like less than an hour. You got your butts kicked, came home. But it seemed like after that's when things changed. Yeah, something triggered. I don't know what it was. And we had a, we lost a couple more games at the end of the season that took us out of a conference race. But something clicked to where it's like there was just more fun happening. And we were – The bench be, was incredible. Being a little more free. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it made a big difference. And uh, – for uh, for us and no, it was a great time. For but sure. if you don't remember, we'll go back and watch those those games on on YouTube and and the the six gun just walked in everybody. I saw Billy. Billy uses here. He, we're, he we're, might come on later. We're hoping home. he comes yeah. over. Yeah, you know, something about that year. Uh, you know, and, and you go back to to Coach K's podcast. You know, he talked about it. I mean, yeah, we had D and Bobby. But us other four were pretty green. I mean, Gary was coming back. For after, you know, yeah, what a two uh, year two year layoff. Yeah. Scott hadn't had very much varsity experience i had very few quality minutes jason had very few quality minutes and you know and we come out and you know we obviously played well in the in the capital classic but we were still getting our feet on the ground we were still i mean we obviously knew and when you know when when coach kendall's system was in there he we had two studs we obviously yeah, play with two studs. Right. Everybody knows they're going to be optional. As Joe Novsek said after the game you got a 20 year old playing point guard yeah. <laughs> but you know they were going to get the ball Right, and and yeah. they were going to get the shots. And the way Coach ran the offense, if you did what he said, they were not just going to get shots. They were going to get good shots. Right. And Gary, myself, Scott, Jason, we, we knew our roles. Right. But exactly. you, when you talk about you, things going on through the year in that regional, you know, we played with two All-Staters. And Gary, Scott, and I led us in scoring each of those three games in the regional. Yeah. And those three guys, those, you know, Bobby and D, they were thrilled. They were, right, they yeah. were handshakers and high-fivers. They appreciated passes. And – 
And like I said, you, you guys ran the poll last year, and I still can't say after this whole week you see a bunch of LeBron and Michael Jordan things, who's the best and who's going on. Was, was that 92-93 team the best? I don't know. It kind of goes back to, yeah. I don't know. We had the most postseason, you know. Right. And yeah, success, success, with that. But, yeah. but were we the best team? I don't know. What's that, what's that look like? How did things change? After that Florida game, Chip, you're looking at the dog. Well, I, so. I can tell you for a fact that we still lost to Salem by 10 in overtime, which that was a rough one. Then Olney beat us really bad on their home court. And then we went on a decent run. Beat Carmi at home, beat Flora at home. It, entering that To me, that's the biggest thing, too. You beat Carmi here was big. Yep. Beating Flora here for our last game of the, se- the season on senior night to get us, spring us into the tournament. I think that was huge because Flora was, I mean, it was Tom Welch and Flora, and they ran a system and – uh, you know, that, getting that. But uh, by the way, we're at, we're at uh, Gray's earlier, and Mike Rogers from Olney came in. Gary, so Gary said. <laughs> so I went up him. and talked to him, and uh, he introduced me. I said, "Yeah, this is the guy that used to. This guy used to beat my ass quite often, and at least in at least baseball. But we got him a couple times in basketball. But yeah, yeah. one of our, our biggest podcast listeners, uh-huh. Carrie Hill, yeah. just walked in. Carrie Hill, our biggest fan. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get you on later, my man. Well, you got a lot to say. You know, I. You, you say Mike Rogers, and I have basketball stories. I got two stories about Mike Rogers. We had him beat in the regional semifinals, and some one of our guys at the free throw line, we looked over, and I think it was Gary that maybe said it. And he says, hey, you know, how's it feel to be an All-Stater and being done on your home floor in the you know, regional semifinal? He says, I'm an All-Stater in baseball, too. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we got farther than him in baseball, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, Good point. <laughs> I'm not sure where we were at. I, I still take credit for two of your points, your senior year, Juice. They were, I, where was that? I feel like... I don't know. It was one of the tournament games, and we were sitting on the front row where Chip and I were sitting during that tournament run, and they were overplaying that wing pass. And I said, Juice, God dang it, would you go back door? Go back door. Next time. There we go. Juice gets a layup. That's how you beat that 1-3-1 uh, press right there. Well, I was going to tell you, I don't know if Gary remembers this, but when only hammered us over there at the end of the year, I expected Coach Kendall, we all did, to walk, come in the locker room, and it was going to be ass chewing time. You know, we, we played bad, and we got thumped. Yeah. And he walked in. As cool as could be, and he says, "Guys, this one's on me." And we're like, "What are you? What? What just? We just got who's thumped. this guy? What? Who's yeah. this guy?" He says, "That we see him next week. This game didn't matter." He says, "I can beat that one-three-one, and I wasn't going to show it tonight." Yeah. And he was, I was like, <laughs> "Okay, right. sounds good." He's right. So you know, over in Indiana, talked to Josh Thompson a lot, the Bar Reeve coach Ryan Haywood on the B three podcast that we've we've pumped to death on this podcast, but. Um, don't talk to Gene Miller at Washington so quite so much. Right. Uh, Brent Dalrymple at North Davies. Those guys are fantastic basketball coaches. Yeah. They know X and O's. I feel like Fred Kendall was on a different level. Gary, am I wrong? I- well, uh, his his five-year stretch when he took over is pretty unbelievable. And then he went through a few years of – talent. I mean, again, and when I say that, I'm talking Josh Thompson, well, know, Brent yeah. Dalrymple, both won state, state championship coaches. Yeah. But X's and O's, especially in a half-court offense, he, he plays you when you're just taking the ball out of the side, when that's just usually just an easy pass in. He ran plays. He ran plays on free throws. I mean, it's just... It, the, the free throw <laughs> thing has always... I've, I've talked yeah. about that <laughs> with other with other coaches and things. I'm like, I, you can't they were calling plays on their own uh, on missed free throws to get baskets and that's just it's just something that you don't see but was it too much gary i mean i don't feel like it was you know when you say too much what do you mean i I was going to mention that we our our senior year we 
probably weren't the intellects, obviously, as the class before us. I mean, when you had the oh, class gosh, before no. us, I mean, you had some sharp kids. Yeah, I don't but, feel like you guys are either one terribly, terribly sharp. Right. Good, I, good I, looking. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. definitely good looking. But, but I guarantee you, our my junior year, Coach K had to have, I think we had six or seven basic sets, and he had six or seven quick hitters out of them. Oh, I yeah. mean, there, there was 50-some plays. Well, I didn't even know him, which I wasn't going to be in the mix to begin with. So when we got to our senior year, I know I think we took some out. But, uh, I mean, you – and I remember I, I went to college at Eastern, and Steve Stringer was up there, and we didn't become friends till we were up there. And he says, God, I hated playing. He says, he said, you guys knew every single thing we were going to run. Yeah. He said, you were beating us to the spots. And he said, we knew what you were going to run, but he said, we, we just couldn't keep up with it. Right, yeah. But there's no question. On paper, X's and O's – Coach Kendall could he could teach it, and and he could you know he could he could make it happen. I mean he was all about. I heard it a, a hundred thousand times. You know if we're if we can go out there, and we can just do what he says, how we're supposed to do it, it would work, and yeah. it and it did more often than not. It yeah. definitely. And I don't it, know that that's always the case in programs where it's it's quite quite like that. Did he spend, do you know, did he, and I don't remember if he talked about this on the podcast, how much time he spent away from, did he just pick it up quickly and see it and remember it, or did he just completely pour over film all the time? I don't remember watching much film. I don't think he showed us much film. Yeah, but he had an office full of yeah, them. Yeah, I watched a lot in the office. <laughs> now, like, like, I don't know that we even – I think we may have watched Staunton. I, I don't yeah. know if we even saw much of that. You know, so But he was – Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah and, and I think he was bringing it to the floor, and he he, he, he knew what was going to happen. And like I said, if all we had to do was execute. Just do what he said, and it usually worked. Yeah, Juice, you're on some pretty good baseball teams as well. We started our cruise today at the Tank Farm. Talk about that. Well, I, you know, I really just played my senior year, and I was terrible. But, uh, but you know, I was able played to, left field. I was right? able to fill out le- left field. So, but, but I uh, credit I credit Justin Shear for just, the Saturday morning in that Fairfield semifinal game. Rooster went crazy. Probably the, to me, still the greatest single performance in a baseball game for Red Hill ever. Right now in the JV game, um, Red Hill's up eight to five. Yes. Let's not just gloss over that. <laughs> but. You know, we're down, I think, two two runs, whatever, and I think it was the sixth inning, and he throws out a kid from left field, not known for your gun arm, probably. No, I didn't I didn't hose out a lot of people. And Rooster was pitching, and I was catching, and he threw a perfect one-hop to me, got a guy out, momentum's changes, the next inning we go in and take the lead. I mean, so... If you don't, if, if he doesn't throw the guy out, we're down by yeah. three runs it's going into that. Deal. It's a different game. Three so. guys that went through the Gary Wells system for the Lions Absolutely. there, um, <laughs> all making an impact in the regional. I don't Absolutely. really remember, but I was thinking like my senior year in baseball. I think I was like seven for forty-one or seven. <laughs> and the bad part was, was somehow I got four hits in one game against Lincoln. So that sounds like a good performance, but there's a lot of other games to spread out those other three hits the whole year. So yeah, was, it's a lot of. It was yeah. it was a little rough. But. but you can you know at the end of the year it says versus Vincent's Lincoln player of the game and yeah. the, and and the one put out in the semifinal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Gary's got Rooster. No question, had an unbelievable performance. But there was another pretty good performance down uh, about a week later down against one Randall Trout that uh, basically did everything. I mean, Gary, they didn't get a ball in the infield. I mean, we got beat two to one. We couldn't hit the ball. They never got one past the shortstop. So uh, I don't know. It it, it was just rough. And there again, you know, that kind of goes back to show you with our senior year. I don't think that was the most talented baseball team you played on. But it had some postseason 
said you know, success. I that's said, kind of weird. That earlier, that ninety-one, what a year the that ninety-one was. team with Brandon, Gene, Darby, Eric, and then Jay Wilcox. I, I mean, that team, Mike Hayes. You know, that team was a good baseball team and went just as far. You know, so, so, yeah. So that vaunted one-three-one press and. Red Hill JV right now handling it, handling it pretty. Yeah, I easily. think this JV team's had a good season. I know the varsity team's five and twenty-two or something like that. It's been a struggle, but the JV team and the I we mean, saw better days ahead for Red Hill. King and I were here the the Lawrenceville night and it was in early that, December. Was that yeah. double overtime? I believe. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. It was. Yeah, I think it was two. Red Hill pulled it out. Won, yeah. won that game. And yeah. two of their freshmen are starting on the varsity team. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. So, Juice, what's going on now? You're uh, still living in Bridgeport, obviously at Andrews Insurance Agency. Yeah, still living in Bridgeport. Uh, work for Andrews Insurance. We were uh, we were acquired by Burkhart Insurance out of Vincennes. It's been a really good thing. A lot of good people there. I really enjoy the, the new setup. Uh, my son, Nick, he's a junior up at the University of I Illinois. I was going to ask. I, couldn't, I didn't know if he was junior or senior. He's, he's a junior. He's uh, going to be pre-dental. He's uh, oh, wow. getting ready to start doing the whole grad school and take the DAT test and that type of thing. And Macy's a freshman over at Vincent's, and she's doing well. And uh, that's really about it. I kind of got back into golf again. You know, we, you and I hooked up a couple times last year and played. So uh, Yeah, I won a little bit of cash off Mook and his partner, Adam Dink Fry. Yeah. We haven't got we haven't got that rematch yet, but I don't know. Some of the rules you guys play over there is a little different. <laughs> it's a little it's a little much sometimes, but you need to get your son down to intern with uh, Matt McCullough. Yeah, <laughs> he'll learn from one of the yeah. best there. Yeah, so that's really about what I'm up to. But like I said, I'm a big. I think I've listened to every episode. Awesome, uh, appreciate that. I I find a couple times to do it. I you know you, you know what he said. He thought he would do well in the Jeopardy competitions. I'm like, it's harder when you're on the air. <laughs> How bad did I choke on that last year? <laughs> Mike Ash, I know Mike Ash. Absolutely. And and what I did, which we get mad all the time, that people mess up the. The fall and the spring year, and that's what I did. And I was thinking, well, no, Ash was already gone then. Uh, I choked. Well, the one time you may oh, have had, you, shot. You, you said something, you may have had a little touch of bourbon in you, and then you got a little loose, <laughs> I Betty. Was, yeah, you got, got a little loose. Got, got a little. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that kind of that, that can get you. But yeah, it does. Uh, no, it, they're, they're fun to listen to, and uh, I, I enjoy the – Every time there's a little bit of a squabble about, okay, now who rung in first there? Who's a, now we're doing yeah, some well, gibberish. Yeah, yeah, we David's got a buzzer system for us. Yeah. <laughs> I found one. Yeah, I found one you can well, download online, and basically everybody has a buzzer. We figured it out so. this last time much better. The first Jeopardy game, I lost that one. Not in. No, I didn't choke. I just got beaten that one. I got cheated in that one. <laughs> it's how it there's came through no my speakers. Question. I mean, I was I was playing no favorites or anything. But well, and Justin, another thing, you've given a lot back to Red Hill Sports in the last three years. You've coached m multiple seasons at multiple levels, so um, you continue to give back to the the Salukis. I mean, one of the I, great I really enjoyed Red I, Hill uh, Athletics. Do you, I, do you miss coaching? I do. I mean, there's a lot of times I do, but man, I tell you what, once you get out of it and you realize how much time these coaches really commit to this year round and you have that free time, it would be tough for me to go back. It would be tough for me because yeah. they do. I mean, you hear it. You heard over the years. You guys have done it. Chip's done it. I mean, you guys, Gary put in a load of hours in baseball. I mean, you know, it'd be like David. I mean, you know, he, he farms. What if he took yeah. you out? I mean, how much time would you have next year if you didn't have to plant? Yeah. I mean, you'd have a lot of time on your hands. So, I mean, it would it would be a little tough yeah. to, uh, to to get back. But I enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I come out, I coached some JV. Gary and I coached the first couple of seasons together, and I went down and did some junior high, some fifth and sixth. Then I kind of got out and 
group of us went together and restarted the junior pro program. You know, there were several years that it wasn't here. We got it back up and going. Oh, good. And uh, then went back and coached junior high again. Coached some, coached some softball. But uh, did you really? Yeah, coached, coached I didn't some know junior about high that. softball. Uh, had a really good, really good squad. Eighth grade, we won the won the regional and end up uh, playing the sectional championship. And that was very lucky that year. We got beat. I think we had three losses, but one was to T Town. No, and one course. was to Casey. Well, somehow, when the postseason thing comes out, Red Hill went 2A, and T-Town and Casey went 1A. Okay. So we're thinking, well, I don't know how this is going to work out. <laughs> we got to Effingham. We went up there and beat Effingham, but uh, we made a run to the sectional championship and went up to Paris, I think, and we got uh, we got ran into Tolono Unity and got beat 2-1, to one, but it was uh, it, was, it was enjoyable. I, I enjoy coaching the girls' sports. I really do. Those yeah. – they uh, – they really like to come in and work, and they don't really back talk you a yeah, lot. Right, yeah. They don't, you know, they're not kind of playing grab ass and always screwing around. But, uh, but yeah. it's, uh, but I enjoyed it. And I tell you what, I appreciate you guys doing this. I'm glad to be a sponsor. I, uh, I look forward to all of them. We got one more big meet the host coming up. I'll have to, yeah, that that should that be, find out sure. the that should be like a therapy session. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so. sure. Well, hey, appreciate you being on, and you're welcome anytime. We're gonna do we're gonna do a deep dive into that your senior year basketball at some point. And oh, uh, right, he'll play a little one three one half court zone now. Oh, nice. <coughs> they, you know, they've handled that press so far, but but glad to have you, buddy. And uh, especially we appreciate your sponsorship. And uh, like I say, you got an open door anytime. You got a you got an opinion you want to share on on old school Red Hill stuff. Just let us know. All right, we'll do it. Thank All right, you Justin guys. Shear, Thanks, glad Jason. to have you, Thanks buddy. Thanks a lot, Justin. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-nine Red Hill Flora game. This oh, this was yes. This we got that recording from the seventy-nine band. Um, Brian was able to access that off of an old YouTube recording. So climber was good, wasn't he? Yeah. And we we, we got to get his name on the side of this building. Yeah, that's here. gonna be. We we got junior high volleyball. We, we got, got that. that done. They're in season right now. I don't know if we got that done, but it got done. And uh, so the the new cause for the old school podcast is climbers. Climbers name on so the name on the Cl building out yeah. there. So, um, but yeah, good talking to Juice. Um, he was obviously an integral part of some good teams there during those years. I think like tonight, I think part of the inspiration of this episode was uh, to get us together and to come back to this gym that has treated all of us so well, you know, over the years and talked about, I saw some, I think the capacity of this gym as it is right now, right now. is like 1,800 is kind of what I saw in some different articles. So it'll take uh, the capacity by 1,800 people. You bring those bleachers in that surround the entire court, then I think it probably brings it up to 24, 2,500. Oh, I yeah, bet, so. yeah. And we, you put and, the bleachers and, up on the and stage. And on the stage as well. And yeah. here we go, our second guest of the night one of the ones that we were so excited to see get up here get you all settled here Ladies, we, we've talked about him a lot on the podcast a lot. we actually have him on the podcast tonight here he is six gun billy hughes yeah just, just get up there that microphone uh good to have you man we were just looking over uh some of your stats and and everything and well it was pretty dang good i tell you i was uh I can tell you sitting right there in those blue seats for, for every single one of your years, and 
you were one of the, my favorite players, Chip. Yeah, I appreciate that. Chip had a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I think the 43 was the the home number. The 42, the I'm seeing you in your oh, 42 yeah. and your blue here. So yeah. yeah, so I had the the Bill Hughes T-shirt. I got Sports and Spurs <laughs> um, with, um, with the Red Hill Saluki in the front and Billy Hughes' number on the back. So Billy, you live in Bridgeport still or Sumner, Sumner area? Sumner. Sumner. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and uh, so let, let's talk. Let's go back to those years. You were in was was uh 81 your senior is that yeah, right 80, 81, 81 your senior year uh what was it like playing for coach ray and, and those teams back in in those days oh it was really really we had a lot of fun the group was pretty close yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i enjoyed it you um and and so right down there chip right past those cheerleaders okay right there in that corner is how he got his nickname six gun because he he fired it from from the, your hip, which we're going to talk about, but, but that the way I remember it, that's your spot right down there. Is that right? Sure. <laughs> I think his spot was about anywhere on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Kent Lankford, as far as I know, is the one that called you six gun. But how did you? Did you just always shot it that way? That real low release that you had? Uh, yeah, I guess that's what. I couldn't tell that, but everybody else told me that. Is that right? Yeah. 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 I guess Kent's the one that started. That's it, so. the way I remember it. That was it was Kent that started Six Gun, and and I mean the I don't know if you heard the song we've got. It's like based on uh, We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel, but you're mentioned in that Six Gun Billy Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> are there are there any games that you remember in your high school career that really stand out as uh, any great memories uh, from or anything particular in this gym that you really really are proud of? Yeah. Um, Senior night, my senior year, we played we played Mount Carmel, and earlier in the year, down at their place, they'd beat us by 35 or 40 points. Wow. Oh wow! <clears throat> yeah, 1956. Yeah. Senior night, we beat them here. What was that score, Chip? You got it there. 64-61. They had lost by nine. He had he was right on 90 to 56 earlier wow. in the season. They oh, lost wow. them. 164 to 61 on that senior night yeah. game. So that was really it. That's awesome, yeah. That yeah. And who was the other seniors that year, Chip? Or, or? Shank. Shank was Doug Shank Doug was near Shank, I know we didn't go uh, real deep on that team. Or and then uh, Dave Pank was yeah. okay. on there. Uh, uh, let's see. That might have been the um, yeah, because that was 82. So. There wasn't a whole lot of us. Yeah, left. I think that was a senior. Cause okay. It was um, Berkeley and Chuck were juniors, yes. and Keith Frohawk was a freshman, freshman and yeah. you and Doug Shank were kind of the. You didn't go real deep. It seemed like you five pretty much played about thirty-two minutes a night. It's from looking at some of the old newspaper articles and things like yeah. that. The, yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't sub. Are there yeah. are there players in in my mind? It feels like there was players back then that didn't come out for whatever reason. There were some pretty good players that there didn't was. play basketball. A lot of them actually end up going to wrestling. Oh, okay. Because yep. Ray Price would have been in your yeah. class. That's who I – yeah, because he, he was always starting guard. All yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Jeff Hawkins played. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Now there were several of them that didn't. Now, did you play – was basketball your only sport, or what else did you did you play? Uh, my freshman year I played baseball, but that okay. was it. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, so living living close to growing up close to Seed School, did you play a lot oh. at Seed School? Is that where you got your start on those courts? Every day, every yeah. day. That's <laughs> yep. We, we had ta we talked about that. We drove by. We were out driving around today, and just in any given evening or on a Saturday or Sunday, you could hear and the basketballs dribble, and there's always a pickup game going on at Seed there School. Was. Always, always. 
we, we actually had an argument about which house was yours, and, and then we were on the wrong block because there's a, there's a house a block over that's got that kind of diagonal front door to the corner the way yours was. You know, it sat kind of at an angle, yeah. and then we, we were arguing whether that was your house or not, then we drove around and said, no, wait, that's the Hughes' house. And, <laughs> and, and, of course, your dad was a, a staple at, at Seed School yeah, and, and really cool guy, and, yeah. and he, he was always so friendly with yeah. – with everybody, yeah. but so um, you guys, w- did you keep in touch with with your teammates and stuff very much, or, or was know, that a very close group? Really, really didn't. Yeah, uh, most of them mo- moved away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm one of the few that stayed around. Stayed around. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I you, you gave that little chubby kid that sat there there and watched <laughs> you all those years a lot of. A lot of thrills and and who were some of the players? Do you remember any of the really good players that you faced from the other schools? I mean, you mentioned Mount Carmel. Yeah. Um, well, was, Lordsville, of course. Yeah. Was well, really yeah. good Back then, yeah. Novosack. Joe Nov or Doug Novosack was a junior when I was a senior. Yeah. Of course, I faced him. Marty Salmon. Yeah, because he started from a freshman, so yeah, you yeah. faced him for a couple years. A lot of good players. Only, I mean, they had. Chip Jennings and no, oh, I forget. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was another one of my favorite players because we had the same name. So, yeah. um, <laughs> we were Chip Jennings. Yeah. We were talking that the, that NEC conference back just, in those times was just that's why some of the Red Hill records weren't great, but the competition you all were so playing good. was just oh, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Carmine was had a lot of players. <clears throat> Doug Ackerman was a senior. Oh, oh yeah, um, <clears throat> that's one of the highlights too. You was asking about that. My junior year, we went down down there. One of the first games of, you know, in December, early December, and they was picked to win the conference that year, yeah. and we beat them on their home court. Yeah, sixty-four fifty-seven. I'm looking at it right now. That was a good. That was your best record-wise. That was the best team that you played on. Yeah. Was your junior year? You had Terry McAdow and Joe Kurtz. And now, were you ever jealous of Terry McAdow's beard? Well, well, you were playing. Terry was a really good player. Yeah, he yeah. was. It's such a soft touch. And what did he sit out his junior, his junior, junior year? He didn't year. play. Yeah, yeah and then came back his senior year. Yeah, because I mean, you guys were twelve and fourteen, five and nine in the NEC, but um, that that's a very difficult that NEC sixteen game or fourteen game slate is a uh, that's a grind going through that. So there were some good teams. Yeah, yeah, that run from from the well the whole time the mid seventies through. I mean, even if you take Lawrenceville out of that, the NEC is just top to bottom really good. There was very few teams that, that weren't solid and great coaches. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Heron and, and just Felling. Yeah, yeah, just great, yeah. great coaches. Well, Billy, thank you so much for coming yeah. up. And, yeah, it was and saying great hello. having you. I, we, we, we talk about you all the time when we, when we go through these old teams and, and school years and stuff, and it was good to have you up and, and say hello. Yeah, appreciate it. All right. Shout well, out to my granddaughter, Mason. Yeah. All right. All right. Absolutely. to listen. Thanks, Billy. Appreciate you. All thank right. you. All right, buddy. Thanks. Six-gun Billy Hughes. I wasn't. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, what a treat. this is why we did this today. <laughs> exactly. like that. I mean, yeah. I didn't know what – I. Didn't think we'd ever have him on the show, really, and he, and there we are. So this is great. You know, it's it's hard if you if you run into a guy like that at sitting at Gray's and say, "Well, tell us about when you beat Mount yeah. Carmel." You <laughs> know, that in this forum we can do it, and and it just shows you how, you know, 
the way we're wired as as guys and athletes and stuff, man, he was he was right there. He knew it. He remembered those games. And, for we, sure. and we may have another guest coming our way yes, right now. <laughs> Absolutely, the uh, one of our biggest. One of our biggest podcast listeners. Yeah, I don't think he's ever missed. An, well, he's missed a few, but he's gone back to listen to him. I think. What's up, Carrie? How you doing? Good seeing you. Good to see you, Carrie. Make sure we went back to listen to Dave's. That yeah. Way, that way you didn't have bigger numbers than him. <laughs> <laughs> well, sit down here. I gotta. I gotta pull up Carrie's walk-up music. The president of the class of 1987, Mr. Kerry Hill. He still signs any correspondence to the class, never say goodbye. This was kind of our, I don't know if it was official, but definitely our unofficial theme song. Yeah. How are you, Kerry? Golly, good to Doing see good. you. Good, good to see everybody. Good to see you. We, uh, we, Kerry's been a listener since the very beginning and, and some of our good stuff and some of our nonsense but you've been right there it's always enjoyable so talk about where you're at now you're you're uh, i would say almost uh i don't know if you could call it an iconic member of the community but you've been yeah. at walmart longer than i've done anything in my life other than breathe uh 35 and a half years <laughs> wow wow i got i got out of jet ja- i got out of school and mom said go get a job and she hasn't told me to get another one yet. <laughs> you say, right. Well, you listen so you're, well. You're waiting. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. You know, part of the week we wanted to come here to do to get back to this gym. I haven't been back for a long time. But when you come in this gym, what are some of the memories that you have from being in this, Of from not just sports, the other things that you participate in? I know you're in some musicals and things like that, band, all these things. So tell us about what your memories of this gym are. Um, your brother busted my lip on the, <laughs> on the stage in our – our fake fight. fight. That thing got rough. <laughs> what uh, what yes. was that? What was, what's the back story of that? West Side Story. Oh, yeah. okay. The Jets and the Sharks. I was Bernardo. And I was Riff. So that we, I was the leader of the Puerto Rican gang, and he, uh, the Sharks, and he was the leader of the Jets. Yeah. You guys squared off? And we squared off. We had fun. We had Me- so method fun. acting, I think is what yes. they called it. We and really got into it. Yeah, Mr. Climber, uh, he said... Uh, I think you guys got a little carried away on that one, <laughs> and uh, but it looked good. So was that during a, a uh, rehearsal or during the actual? That was during the actual, oh, actual okay. show. performance. Then yeah, I I was. Of course, we were dead, but we were singing in the the second act. Yeah, doing some backup. Yeah, spoiler alert: we die. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no. I'm sorry if you guys haven't seen West Side Story. Yet. Yes, yes. So I, I was singing with a swollen lip, a couple of songs, but I did it hurt anything? Or? No. <laughs> we had so much fun. Now I know Brian's told a famous story about maybe some people sleeping overnight. Uh, were you part of that, Carrie? No, but I was the only person that, when Mr. Climber was going down and reading the names. He said Hill, and I said no. Yeah. And he goes, Hill? Yeah, he didn't like, believe you. I'm like, no. I, I, I had to go bell hay the next morning. I was, That's a busy week for me. So. You're, the, you're the good boy. So you'll, Well, you'll, I didn't know about it, or I probably no, would have been in trouble, too. Mark Barnett actually hid in the bathroom. And and stayed was it in, in there here or in the? the uh, were you guys was in the? It, ba- here. it was, it was in, in here. Okay. There was and, and it was you know spring and it was track season right so they were practicing like high jump or whatever so we actually were climbing up on 
where we sat are right above what used to be the Red Hill bench, now the visitor's bench, and we were standing up on those poles and diving off into the high jump pit that was right below us. It was, yeah, it was a, a fun night. But uh, it was good. Yeah, our new, our new cause that we're taking up here on the Old School Podcast is to get um, Robert Clymer's name in signage out on the on the building because there's they've named the building after him, but there's nothing to no say. No one that. would know if you didn't yes. listen to the podcast and hear that where we talked about that. And there so may I, be something on the inside. I wouldn't have probably, an idea, but it'd be nice to have that. Nice something on the sign outside. right there. You can yeah. see from Judy Avenue. I'd like to see that. Yeah, there's there's not a sign by the doors, the entrance doors there. Well, that's there fine. may be, but we well, don't it have is to behind a Judy. fence. It's gated <laughs> off that you can't get yeah. close to it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see. What was our musicals, Carrie? Our freshman year was. Was that Carnival? Carnival. Carnival. Sophomore year is when we did, uh, was that the variety show? That was a variety show. Junior year, West Side Story. Story. Danny Ash was just, golly, he was so good. I tell you what, um, Danny is just so phenomenal of a musician, singer, and just a great all-around person. Um, First time I was ever in a cop car, I was with my brother and Danny Ash. And Danny was not an officer. Then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought he was just going to give you like a, let yeah. you ride in the car and see no. what it was like. <laughs> no, and uh, and uh, Bobby Maddle and Stacy Harper did not get caught. Okay. Um, but that was after a musical one night. We went out to Red Hill and Uh-oh. and Stacy. You know, he lived there at the bottom of the hill. And yeah. We were out there and seen a car coming by, so we all hit the grass and uh, it was tall grass and one of Stacy's dogs was with us, and it stood on my head. So here's this dog that's about <laughs> six inches high, standing above two feet of grass, and that's how the cops uh, say uh, it. <laughs> and it, and he was real nice. He just told us we weren't supposed to be there and <laughs> gave us a ride back down. But oh, yeah, the nice. first time I was ever in a okay. in a police car was with Danny. With Ash. Danny Ash, and now look where he's at. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. You were kind of the pseudo leader in in the 86-87 basketball season of the Red Hill Rowdy Rooters that I just talked to Neil about. We had some fun. Oh, that. that was so much fun. You know, I was I was never a basketball player, but it was just so much fun to watch and um I always I was enjoyed watching and you know when Wayne would do something Fantastic! You just go nuts. Yeah, um, and some of uh, Bobby York's ball handling was just phenomenal. Yeah, we we had we had a really really good time. I had had knee surgery, and it's when Chapel had come in his first year and new coach, and and quite frankly, Stacy and that group were they were already better than I was, and I was going to join late and. You know, and I made the right decision. We had so much fun up in the crowd. I believe you rooted for Bingo to get in the game. More. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Bingo Tony Holman. Playing yeah. time. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So, Carrie, talk about we started to, and then we got, of course, got sidetracked. So, you're, you're at Walmart, and uh, talk about kids and grandkids and, and all that. What you got going on? I've got four kids um, and five grandkids. So, wow. And, you probably have grandkids older than my youngest kid. Well, uh, Keith, uh, my oldest one, he he's sixteen, and okay. he's, got, he's got a 
He got his driver's license. Oh, my, yeah. Okay, well, Dylan's five, so yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you blew that out of the water. Yeah. You have a 16-year-old grandkid? Yes. Wow. Holy cow. Well, me and, me and Jody had Kyle early. Yeah. And then Kyle had Kyle Keith early. Early, yeah, so. I got it. Plus, you guys are getting old. Well, that's part of the that's part of the thing. But uh, uh, so, well, that's awesome. So that keeps you busy now. Thirty-five years. Are you thinking about giving it up anytime soon? You're gonna keep doing this. Well, I've I've got a few Ooh. more years in me, and uh, Tanya always says she runs a home daycare, and she says as long as she's working at home, I'm not retiring. So no way, I don't blame. So her if that, anybody's yeah. needing to hire her for another, <laughs> yeah, job. there you go, there you go. But, now, how long have you and Tanya been married? Uh, forever. Yeah. <laughs> 32. Wow. Wow. I think maybe more than that. Maybe. Congrats on that. I think that. this may be 33 years. Right. Is that right? Wow. Um, so you keep up with, I've seen some pictures when people come into town, you got them together, saw Jamie and, and Cindy, and um, you keep up with a lot of people in, in our class. Well, that's, that's one good thing working at Walmart. You know, I see, I see Doug Bosley probably three or four times a week. Yeah. Um, I see Cindy a lot. I see Jody a lot. I see Sherry a lot. I see Tracy a lot. I see Susan Barcroft a lot. Um, seen Penny today. Um, I see Neil quite a bit. Um, yeah, we stopped in Gray's this afternoon to have a drink, and, and there sat Neil and Emma. So it was nice to be. Uh, well, they had the they had the girls' regional night, so he wasn't going to be able to be here. Yeah, I was. I was going to. My plans were to go to Gray's for lunch today, and. That didn't happen. Work got a little crazy, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I uh, support the sponsors. That's for sure. Well, That's we great. Thank you. That. The, uh, we appreciate you listening. I, I had some uh, Pizza House pizza for supper. All right. Yeah, All right. Cool. The employee pizza of the month, or just your <laughs> own? Uh, oh, sausage. I'm a sausage and mushroom kind okay. of guy. But yeah, we. Uh, so what? A lot of times on Thursday nights we do fish and loaves, and after that we oh good we usually hit one of the two places. Yeah. Here. So let's see, eighty. What are we at now? Eighty-seven. Um, be thirty years. How I'm, f- this I'm will be thirty. 30, 30 I'm thirty years. this year. Yeah. <laughs> this will be thirty-six. Yeah. Good gravy. Thirty-six. <laughs> and, and I just know that because I remember how long I've been working. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's easy. So or, I guess we'll have a forty. Is that? It always seemed like for a lot of our reunions, I was living away from here, and I just it would always come up to where I had something else that I couldn't miss. And so, um, what are we going to do? You're you're the president. You're the main cheese. Well, what's the plan? We did really well. I think the first ten years, um, <laughs> I think we had seven reunions. Yeah, we had quite a few reunions. Yeah. And I know the first five, I think we went through. Uh, more adult beverages during the planning meetings than we did the <laughs> actual reunion. But that's fun. Um, we we won probably one of the few classes that had a one year reunion and yes. had a heck of a time. <laughs> yes, and yeah. and five was a really good time. Yes, yeah. There, there was things that seen at the five year reunion <laughs> you can't discuss. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, we uh, we need to do something. Big. Yeah. We talked about maybe taking a cruise, and then we talked about maybe taking Wayne's pontoon boat down the river. Yeah, either one. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fine. Oh, big oh, shot. Yeah. Red Hill climbing back into this. It was They were tied for a long time, 35-22 now after that three-pointer. 
So do you come to a lot of the games, Carrie? I don't. Yeah. I don't make a lot of the high school boys basketball game, but we've got a lot of kids in the church that are all different ages. Yeah. So, like, I uh, invited Chip last night to the junior high volleyball. Yeah, game. I wish yes. I could have come Cause, to that because you know he's. I'm. I'm pretty sure you're the reason <laughs> that we. I have like that. to think so. I mean, <laughs> but, we yeah. started the podcast, and all of a sudden, there's a volleyball team. Yes. So. Yes. But. Uh, but it's they're so fun to watch, yeah. and it's it's so fun knowing that you're watching them do this now, and that way when you watch them in high school, they're yeah. not doing the same. They're thing. doing the stuff now that they've been yeah. that the freshmen, the seventh eighth girls like the freshmen sophomores. So it's yes. gonna take a few years, but yes. hopefully the success. And, and it's it, supposed to take a few years, but yes, you're not man. supposed to start <laughs> in the ninth grade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and hopefully yeah. it trickles down. I mean, at least up in Central Illinois, we have. Pretty much everybody has a fifth and sixth grade team, so hopefully we can eventually. Yeah, well, don't that's push that's it. <laughs> Let's get that sign out there on the band building. Okay, <laughs> just never enough for him, is it? <laughs> All right, well, Carrie, man, thanks, it was guys. so good. I'm thanks, glad. Carrie. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Get you some koozies here, and and uh, we appreciate it, buddy. And and uh, you're always welcome on the podcast, and we're glad to have you. You guys do an awesome job. Thanks, Thank Carrie. Thanks, thanks for listening. Take care. Class of 1987 president extraordinaire Carrie Hill. Hey, when you're in Bridgeport, Illinois, just like where we were today, go by and see the friends at Gray's Restaurant. We stopped by there today, had lunch, saw some friends like you always do, Chip, at Gray's. Yep. Have a drink, some great food, and you see friends. Yep, we, we saw Neil we saw Heath there. Him. It was great. To, uh, we, we just mentioned with the Carrie Hill interview, he's at the girls' regional game night, so it was good we got a chance to talk to him there. Yeah. Hand-cut steaks, breaded tenderloins, catfish, bluegill. They've got it all. And, of course, those great cheeseburgers, which is what we had today. King. Had what? Eight patties between us. Eight patties. <laughs> eight patties, four buns. Four buns. <laughs> Some bacon. Two slices of bacon. A little, little, little bit of bacon pickles. for this guy. So. Um, yeah. I went everything but tomato, as did King with bacon. I didn't know bacon. Yeah. Chip went pickle only. Pickle only and then put a lot, bunch of ketchup on it. <laughs> me too. Gary went ketchup. Same thing. Chip and I were twins. Gary taught me that 30-some years ago. Get pickles and extra ketchup. And I've never done anything different since he told me to do that four orders of fries it was fantastic and and i'm telling you i live over in indiana and i hear people all the time say oh you're from bridgeport that's a place with that that real good restaurant right there on the highway absolutely is give them a call if you want to carry out nine four five nine five zero one friendly service and the most important thing is let the gray family cook for your family Today! People State Bank, another sponsor, Stacy Moore and his team always treat you right, just like they do the community. They support things, 4-H and all kinds of school activities. They had packed the place this yes. week. Yeah, they paid everyone's admission into the Red Hill at Lawrenceville game, and that game will be at Red Hill next year, and they... Um, yeah, sponsor that every year. Yeah, we appreciate them being a sponsor of this podcast. They got four convenient locations. Sumner, Bridgeport, 
St. Francisville and Lawrenceville, and they are there, and they're a true community bank, not like those nasty big corporate banks yeah. that don't care about you. People State Bank. Four convenient locations, St. Francisville, Lawrenceville, but the good ones are Bridgeport and Sumner. Thank you to People State Bank for their sponsorship. And we heard from one of our sponsors tonight, came up there. We got to get the other one on. He, he came He's up here. here. He came up here and teased us. We talked to Justin Shear of the Andrews Insurance Agency, now part of the Burkhardt Insurance Agency. T uh, Bone and Juice, your independent agents, they'll take care of uh, whatever you need covered, they'll cover it. That lets you and your family sleep at night. So give them a call. Go by and see them. Andrews Insurance, the people that will take care of you. And finally, our last sponsor, but definitely, I've had people say that they like the podcast just to hear the Pizza House commercials. Yes. And Kerry Hill gave a little promotion to it earlier. He, the sausage and mushroom, apparently, the Kerry Hill pizza. I've seen a Bridgeport-style pizza actually has trended on Twitter after oh some of our podcasts. Wow. Yes. It's amazing. That's Hashtag impressive. Bridgeport-style pizza, yes. Well, Gary, where are they located, if you if you don't know? I think right across the street from the Dogtown. Right there. David King. Yeah, former Lou's building. Former Lou's. Yeah. David King lives here in the area, and he, I know he gets a lot. A lot of Pizza House pizza. I believe he had the barbecue employee pizza one time. Barbecue chicken. Barbecue yeah. chicken pizza. Chip, I'm glad you brought up the employee pizza of the month. What is it for February? For February. It's the Korean beef pizza. I haven't seen this one before. No. This is the employee pick of the month. So what they're going to do, they're going to start with their crust, that familiar crust. Yeah, you, I mean, the known, crust is crust. You've is known for 40 yeah. years. And then they're going to use the Korean beef marinade for a sauce. So it's not your – don't think this is that typical – It's not crust. just an old it's normal not, pizza. Yeah, so. okay. it's the Korean beef marinade. Then they're going to put on chopped beef, spread on green and yellow bell peppers, then onions – and finally, it's topped with mozzarella cheese. Oh, you wow. can, I can taste that Pizza House mozzarella cheese right now. And so it's available in the 10-inch for $11.79, the 14-inch for $18.79. And you can call to order at 945-FOOD. That's 945-3663. And I know we're already past the first. Is it the first Friday in February? Each month they're open. They're open, yeah, for lunch. So yep. you won't be able to get that on a Friday afternoon. You get Friday night, of course. But, um, yeah, remember, first Friday of every month, they're open for lunch from 11 to 1. Right. Griffin's Pizza House. All right, as we move through the JV game here on this night, as old school comes home, 42 22. Uh, Christ the Christ our rock is Christ our rock Lutheran. Yeah, I guess it's just our rock is all they put there. But yeah, Lutheran we school. Off a little we bit, played well. Yeah, we were playing well at first. Yeah, we but. played right with them. They're out of Centralia. So they're part uh, of this new Midland Trail Conference we joined this year with a lot of teams from that Centralia Mount Vernon area. Not too bad of a crowd, really. Um, uh, well, I tell you what, a person just walked in that we were going to try to get on here. Yeah, we second. need to get him on. D Holloway just walked in. D Holloway. Uh, so we got to see if we can get uh, get D on as he and his wife and just came in. So I believe I put him on my all red hill team when put on the spot during my uh, interview that I had him as a 
part of that front line on that all-red hill team, so he would be a legend to definitely he's get on, on my the He's on my Mount Rushmore for sure. Yeah. So. He played pretty much sophomore. He played. He got minutes he, again. He played as a freshman. Yeah, he I mean, he got, he got minutes, so. Yeah. Uh, obviously, his junior and senior year was a big sure. part of that game. But we'll see if he comes up here. And, uh, Talking about this gymnasium. He's sitting right in front of us, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. We will be. He, he was sitting there. Okay. <laughs> Such a, a great place, multi-use. Um, what all has been in here? Graduations, well, obviously. So, uh, you got the band the band playing, got the band up here in the corner. That's something that always meant a lot a lot to us. You got your dance team performances that some of those legendary, like early 80s, turn the lights out, turn flashlights. The lights out flashlights. Oh, yes. yeah. Which awesome was during the dance team. Of course, the musicals we got we talked about a little bit uh, with Carrie. Justin touched on Junior Pro on Saturday morning. Junior mornings. Pro basketball. And then when Junior Pro got to play at halftime of these basketball yes. games oh, here. My. The wrestling team, the girls' basketball team that we haven't got a lot of chance, but you know, we had the one of the best players in the state of Illinois to ever ever play basketball. Mandy Cunningham played in this yes. gym. This is her home gym and filled it up uh, many, many nights. The nineteen eighty seven snowball dance. Yes. Really? Con yes. <laughs> we've had concerts we've had concerts here. We had uh, Little Texas was here in ninety four oh, at that yeah. point. Yeah. That, we had a thread on that. We could always bump back up to the top if you're interested in reading that. But yeah, I, mean, I think in '94, I just saw an article about that today. It's funny. I guess they double booked themselves with a concert in St. Louis, somehow the same day. And they, the yeah. article was they were not going to short Bridgeport I, this concert. Oh, wow. I love it. Well, and they did their best to get out, but they couldn't. Now, did uh, did you go to baccalaureate? Because that yeah. wasn't that wasn't. Like you didn't have to. It wasn't mandatory, right. but I think everybody, pretty much everybody, yeah, did. Pretty yeah. Well. yeah, it was definitely it's a kind of a dress large majority, kind of a dress rehearsal for. And that was like graduation. Just, I, 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 I mean, I went, but that was just like a prayer service. Yeah, it was like a religious, yeah, a religious uh, yeah. uh, ceremony. And for it was on Sunday night before graduation, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Um, donkey it, basketball yes. has been oh, in this yeah. gym. I looked. I was doing a little bit of research, and in. In December of 1978, at the Lions Club meeting, the first mention of donkey basketball. Okay. And they made a an exploratory committee to oh investigate the donkey basketball. It was Danny and Jeff Wolf, okay. Terrence Andrews, All right. and Jerry Lofton okay. were the people assigned to investigate. Pillars of Bridgeport. In the January Lions Club meeting, they come back. And they didn't say what the report was, but what they did say, we're having donkey basketball the end of March. Okay. I remember one time I sat like on the top row on, on the visitor side. Reserve seats were not – you didn't get your reserve seat at donkey basketball. It was uh, probably first, probably general admission. So I remember my dad and I sat about half court up on this top row. Was your dad there. upset not to have his regular I think seat. we probably expected oh, it. Okay. I mean, because, you know, it's it only covers certain uh, certain events. It would have been nice to – that would have been a great view. But, yeah, it, it was – I mean, it was like – it was like Lawrenceville was here. I mean, you couldn't. I mean, every seat was filled. <laughs> oh, I remember, I, I, the time I remember, I'm not sure how many times they I mean, did it, is there really anything like coming and watching people ride donkeys and play basketball? <laughs> the answer is no. And, and, I, I thought they're making an. Sorry, I was here. Yeah, we heard a PA. Oh. We were seeing. Uh, um, but yeah, I remember Mr. Bowser was obviously a, a big time donkey basketball player. Um, He's who I remember always being on the donkey. I remember Terry Andrews. I don't know. I'm sure he was riding a donkey at you some point. Think. But. Oh, wow, wow. He was on the exploratory committee. But also, uh, speaking of Terrence, or Terrence, why am I calling Terrence? <laughs> Terry Andrews um, was uh, in 1988, I believe it was, the Harlem Magicians came to town. 
And the way I remember it, and that was Marcus Haynes, who was a long yeah. time. Um, it was interesting. The article said who we think is 63 years old. He didn't really give his age, but uh, he had been playing for the Harlem Globetrotters <coughs> for years. Yeah, he couldn't go to Wikipedia back then and just quickly yeah. see how, what his age was. <laughs> he so. was uh, he was uh, considered the greatest dribbler in the world. And Anyway, he started his own Harlem Magicians group, and they came. And, Gary, if I'm not mistaken, that's when Terry refereed that, right? Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, he was yeah. definitely right. Because I know I was sitting right there about mid-court in my seats. I was sitting I right next to Gary for yeah. that. And I just remember Terry saying, like, he was like, you know, it was kind of a fake argument with the magicians would yell at them, and then he'd say, it's on you, yeah. and they would argue. I remember uh, the owner, the second owner of Hesher Sporting Goods, Jim Winship, as it said in the paper, Jim Peewee Winship. I remember him, uh, he got caught up in the famous Globetrotter skit that the magicians did with the uh, the, pur the lady's purse or whatever those skits were. But So as another thing, it was in this gym. Musicals you mentioned, I, I looked up, and, and my goodness, you know, Robert Clymer just had such a great run. And, and I know in those early years, Otis Hamill actually w uh, helped him direct. Um, Brigadoon, Fiddler on the Roof, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is my first remembrance of a musical in this the, gym. The first one I remember was, and, and Terry Andrews again, when he was in this one, was uh, oh How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. That was the first one that yep. I found. I think it was in 73 or 4. Um, so lots and lots of, of great things. Anything else in this gym? Where, I'm oh. sure they had prom. I mean, obviously homecoming dances. There was some proms. micro wrestling in April no. 1998. <laughs> Speaking of Terry Andrews, he was the official, uh, the referee of for micro wrestling. Um, 1998? April of 98, yes. It was a wow. fundraiser. Wow, Tokyo here. <laughs> and um, some, um, so a lot was, of fun that how night. Was I, how, how was I not aware? I mean, I didn't live around here at the time, but... I, Felt like I feel like I would have come home for this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of blurb in the caption. Terry Andrews of Bridgeport announced the pro wrestling match. Well, he was the, the ring announcer. So pro wrestling match between um, um, Lone Eagle and Terrible Todd from the micro wrestling. Uh. Uh, it was a Saturday evening. Uh, Andrews, as he was announcing, couldn't get out of the ring, though, without Eagle poking some good-natured fun at him. And then Lone Eagle took time afterwards to sign autographs for the fans. That's so nice. That's that was April of 98. I'm guessing Terrible Todd was the heel in that. <laughs> yes. I would guess. I would that, guess so. In that match. You know, I think some of the things that we will probably get into during, during this podcast is that, again, things that happened on this very court – Red Hill won four regional championships on this on this very court, and we'll get into that a little bit later on. And one of the things I really think is an amazing statistic uh, when uh, Coach Fred Kendall was hired on here, in his first five years, his teams went 55-4 and four on this court. Wow. So, I mean, just uh, <coughs> that's incredible. Oh. An, amazing, uh, an amazing home court advantage. And, uh, and really, you know, out of those losses, probably. Flora was three, two was of gonna, them probably. I was going to say two or three. Uh, we didn't lose here my yeah. senior year, I know. Yeah. I think a few of the games were at least two of those would have been the, the first games of the year against Forum when we had that game prior you knocked to. Out, you guys knocked off Florida your senior year here. Yes, yes. But yes. I don't think we beat them any other time in high school, when I was in high school. I don't think. Unless uh, maybe maybe the 89 team did. 89, yeah, 89 we beat them at home to um, – to win the NEC that night and then lost to Salem the next that's night. Right, so we ended up right, tying yeah. for the NEC yeah, for Florida, right. with Florida. But, yeah. The first uh, regional championship came in 1975, was yep. the first regional championship on this very court. That's Brooks, right? That was Brooks, yep. 
McAdow's junior year. Uh, Jeff Barker led it. It was an 85-46 victory over Oblong. Jeff Barker led the way with 22 points. Mark McAdow poured in 19. And, uh, that's a familiar voice. Familiar voice. There's Terry Andrews. Yeah, they're going to have the senior night activities. I tell you what, why don't we take a break here while they're while they're on the PA? We'll come back, hold that thought, and uh, we'll just take a break here for a second after these announcements, and we'll be right back. All right, we are back to go break there while they did the announcements for the senior night activities here at Red Hill and the national anthem. So the varsity game has now started. Where were we at, Gary? Well, I think just to finish up 1975, like I said, the Salukis did win that uh, Class A regional here on this very court right here. They did advance to the sectional, which was also in the gym. The, I guess back in those days, they did it on uh, both, uh, hosted both the regional and the sectional. We did win the first game against Cumberland, but did lose in the championship game to Carmine. So Carmine was kind of a thorn in our side, at least until yeah. Six Gun came in and yes. uh, beat him that beat him that one year. So, um, and what I did here is I just kind of went through, and some of it's like championships that we saw on this floor. The other thing I would just things that when I thought of this gym, some of the things that came to my memory, and I went and looked up some of the articles just, and I'm hopefully it'll bring up some uh, yeah. some of the. Uh, uh, memories for you guys as well. This is something that probably one of my er, my personal earliest memories at this gym. Let's see if you guys remember. February 14th, 1982. <clears throat> February 14th, 1982. So our seniors that year. That would have been Ch that's uh, Chuck, Chuck Rousey and Steve Potts and Greg Laughlin and Dave Clark. Berkeley wasn't with the team anymore at that time. What was the what was the date? It was February 14th, Valentine's Day. A game against Flora. I gotta say, why, this, the, why something stood out in this game to me? I don't know. The game was delayed oh. almost an hour when the. Uh, well, this is the Wildcats, but so was it. Must no, I was gonna say you told me it broke broke oh, the backboard. Yeah, that, that was, was Salem Saturday night okay. game against it's Salem. Salem. It yeah. does say four here, but it says Wildcats yeah. here. It says the game was delayed almost an hour when the Wildcats' Jim Golly shattered one of the glass backboards. Yeah, I watched during the pregame warmups. Yeah, I, I saw that happen too. Yeah, I think if, we, if the paper wouldn't have had the misprint, I think we would have got that trivia question right if you would have said Salem on that. Yeah, Where that is, in that the is funny. That is yeah, funny. and this is the oh, oh, speaking of there's a there's a Steal by number 21, Ryan Weebles. He's a senior with Christ Our Rock. He got the steal, and he threw down a great one, big Maybe dunk. one of the best dunks in this yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah. Another Marion County team. Oh, so my God. Marion he got another, another one. one. He about had an easy one there. Um, so, yeah, that was Salem. I saw it happen, and, and there we oh. go. And I, does it talk about where they went and got? I know we talked about this in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, like where, the where they go and get the other backboard? A replacement backboard was obtained from Lawrenceville. That's right. Okay. So the contest could be played. So that was one of my earliest memories of being in this gym. Was something I remembered. And as a nine-year-old, I don't. I mean, you don't know how light how the world works completely. Right, yeah. I just assumed they were going to Hesher's to get a new back. I assumed, okay, they had to go to Hesher's, buy a... Yeah, Hesher's probably wouldn't even open Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Uh, probably not. I mean, uh, just, like, look at the back of the... Like, that's a job to, oh, to yeah. put that oh, back Oh, yeah, there we go. Good job, Red Hill. Right. Yeah, that was a... 
Tied it, so it was a late Saturday night by the time we got started. What is it, one hour delay on that? One hour delay is so all we didn't start until 7.30 I mean, That's JV. pretty amazing to yeah. have a turnaround of one hour. To go to Lawrenceville, get a backboard, get it up. And Red Hill couple baskets here early. Drayden Pintel. Was that Drayden Pintel in the first one? I know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't watching. Yeah, I think it was a, a three-pointer. I think Jacob Powden got a bucket. So the Saluki's staying in this one so far with a highly ranked team. Oh, and no. Oh. Yeah, they got to quit throwing that pass because that kid's going to steal it. He's long. Do they have their heights here? They yeah, do. They're, it's, a, it's a real big team. That's that 34 is, 34 is I was gonna say, very that, tall. That number 21, the kid that had the dunk, he's every bit of 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and he is quick. Oh, oh. That's, why you can, that's why you can play a 1-3-1 one, one zone like that. But anyway, that. so did that say when the, the – was that – was he a senior player and dunked, like, out goofing around, if I remember I right? I think it was. It was yeah. a varsity player out there. Or I said senior. I yeah. varsity, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how old – yeah, but that's one of my first memories here. Okay. The, the next one I got for you all, February 1st, 1983. Okay, okay I, know, I know that one. Well, let's hear it. What is it? Oh, I know that Marty one. 62 or yes. 63 if you're a young. Brandon Smith. I mean, Yes, a young 10-year-old, yeah. or he would have been a young 9-year-old behind the bench, had it for 63. Oh, nice pass. There you go. He's number 14. That's Drayden Pintel. Another basket. He had a three earlier. Red Hill stayed in the game. So in that game, of course, you know, not, not a great Red Hill memory, but I think for a lot of us that were younger, Marty Simmons was kind of like, Kind of like our idol, I think. Still is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still is. That's right. Oh, we may have our own. Thought we were going to have our own dunk there. 8-7 Red Hill kind of hanging around here with this really high-ranked team. Wow, this is when the Havels interview on the Brian Havel, 92 graduate, on the, who's the head coach on the uh, radio last night. And he, I know he's put a lot of time into scouting, oh, breaking down a lot of film on this team. Well, and I think he said, and it's, it's appearing to be true, if they can break the pressure and not turn it over a bunch of times, they're going to handle the. They're going to stay in this basketball game. Right now, turnovers the only thing that's holding them back, yeah. and they're just outsized. Are the Slukies? So, all right, Gary, what else? Well, I was going to say I wanted to go through this game a little bit. Pretty impressive for Marty. Scored eight points. Modest first quarter for Marty. Yeah, oh, thirty-two. Really? Uh, ho 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 hum. Thirty thirty-two point performance. He's first uh, second quarter, he pours in twenty-one. Okay. I and think, it, and we talked about this on the pod. Yeah, and I think when Brian talked to him, but that it's twenty-nine at half. Now you're now you're thinking in the locker room. Yeah. Okay, let's try to get something done here. Then he pours in twenty-two in the third quarter. Okay, he got something done in the third quarter, <laughs> and then he finished with eleven and the eleven. And how the, much uh, did he have in the third quarter? Twenty-two, just in the third. <laughs> how many basketball players have played in this gym and other gyms all around the nation and didn't score twenty-two? In a career. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and here's 26 of 47 from the floor in that game. So he took a lot of shots. He took a lot. They, shots but they too. came to, I mean, they came here to do this. To do and that's that. D. Diggs told Brandon and me yeah. before the game. 10 of 13 from the free throw line, 19 rebounds. So he was probably a few of his putbacks, yep. I, I would guess. And a, and a, a 116 to 58 Lawrenceville. Uh, de defeat of Red Hill Salukis on a on a night that was a tough one, but I think a lot of us that were watching it were also in awe of only, watching uh, Lawrenceville. That's the only time I betrayed Red Hill in my, <laughs> my fans. Me and John Putney snuck over to the Lawrenceville side 
to root for him to score. We went on to score over 100 points. 116. Yeah. <laughs> and they 58. did. Yeah, 116. That's exactly double. 100 <laughs> points was a lot more common back in the 80s. And, Seems And like, without yeah. a three point line, yeah. you saw a right. lot yeah. more triple digit scores put up. Yeah, well, Red Hill had some really. Yeah, I mean, there was a season where they were putting up a lot of points. Anything else, Mook? Well, I got the next one. It's March 1st of 83. You gave, I probably wouldn't have nailed this one. Maybe I would have. You kind of gave me a hint that you were going to talk about this. So I'll let somebody else see if they can figure it out. March 1st of 83. Of course, you know it's probably tournament time in this gym. March of 83. Is that the game of the full, it's not the full court length, the length of the court shot? Nope. Well, it might have been. That's not what I'm talking Mount about. Mount Carmel? No, this was a... Uh, Lawrenceville, Flora, sectional championship oh, okay, game. Okay. No, semifinal game. So it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Yeah. Semifinal game. That's when the legend, the general himself, oh. Bobby Knight, walked in right that down there. Right correct? down there. And kind of, yeah. And you can imagine Lawrenceville, Flora, sectional game. This how this jam was, was. Had about 3,000 in it that jam, night. Jam, jam, jam packed. One of those great atmospheres. But uh, And Robert Montgomery Knight walks in. That was awesome. And uh, Marty. Pleased, and at that point, I'm assuming Marty had already announced he was going to IU. I, I got it. I think so. Yeah, but uh, Coach Knight came in to watch him play, and Marty poured 47 in that night <laughs> against Four in the sectional semifinal, and uh, they beat Four 83 to 42 in the wow. sectional semifinal. That Have night. we had a D1 basketball player at Red Hill since the 60s when Cunningham went to Purdue, Denny McGee went? Alabama. D1. Yeah, not on the boys' side. Nope. Yeah, boys' side, obviously. Yeah. Girls, um, Mandy, Mary Martha. Uh, yeah, we've had. Um, Jody Moan played at Indiana State. Yeah, right? yep, yep. Susan. Susan Wright at SIU. And, um, yeah. And I don't think, yeah, that would have been it then, yeah, as far as I can remember, at least. Had a lot of, what, D3, D2 football. Yes. Um, that what, What's McKendry? Oh, guys, you can't make that pass. D3. What, okay. So there, we've had a lot of guys go there, I know. Yeah, McKendry, Milliken, Illinois College. Let's talk coaches down through the history. So, um, I mean, the one that kind of begins our podcast, Arrow, is, is Mike Ray, and then, um, and then Brooks takes over for him during my – Playing era. After Brooks, it was Chapel. Chapel had a nice run, but I don't. Yeah. Chapel was twenty six and twenty seven in his two years. Oh, was here. he? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, those guys were but, young. Yeah, they I mean, were young. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he was playing a young team. I'd so like to talk to. We we need to talk to like a Stacy or, or probably even more, even a better view of it, a Steve Moore. Some <clears> of the parents, like, what went wrong? with the Ed Chapel situation. It went 14 and 12 the year he was uh, let let go. And um, I what? talked about a couple podcasts ago. I was in his algebra class that year and I, he felt, to me, seemed like, kind of felt blind. He wasn't expecting it. I thought right. they had had yeah. a, good, uh, a good season and were on their way to bigger and better things, which they were, but yeah. it ended up working out. No, absolutely. What was, what was the 86, 87? I don't have that chip. You want to go okay. back? Um, let's see. The 86 87, that would have been the year that Carrie and Brian were talking about earlier. They would have been 12 and 15 that year, 5 and 9 in the that's, conference. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, 
That, that's a tough conference then, my goodness. In, the, in that year, they, Carmi was to the best. Or, Gaddy and I yeah. and, uh, forget what that other guy's name was. Campbell. Campbell, yeah. Flora, Brown. obviously. Larchville, good. Um, Mount Carmel, solid. I mean, they were just really good teams. You know, you look at like Coach John Brooks's first three years, 53 and 26 is what his record is. Well, he had his kid, which didn't hurt anything. Yeah. He had his kids, Mark McAdow and Jeff Barker. Some size, real size. Yeah. Some of those Mike Ray teams, we marvel at the size yeah. that we had. And, well, we talked to Gary Wilsey about it on this podcast, the size that mm -hmm. he had in, in some of their teams. Yeah. Well, we're watching a team right now that has size, and that is uh, these kids are uh, have long wingspans, and they get in a lot of passing lanes. And that Pintel kid can shoot, though. Drayden Pintel, 6'1", senior. The son of 92 grad Chris Pintel. Hit a couple of threes, got a couple of baskets. He's got at least eight of the 12 points. Fred Hill, there's a travel, no call, terrible travel. Not to call that one. Is it not that that's not the Olivia Emmons move there? No, they live as uh, she's more of a hop that they catch her on once in a while. But. Well, they're on pace for a, what 104 right now. That whole running clock. There's Pintel again. Oh, I thought he had that one. Off. Um, that's going in. Oh, oh, I thought that was online. So the shot that the kid from Mount Carmel and I could be wrong um, on whether it was Mount Carmel or Flora. I thought it was Mount Carmel, but he's right where that referee's standing in front of the E because Height Baldwin and I were sitting in the temporary bleachers right behind that E on the front row. He hits it length of the court at in wow. a half a court, but it didn't count because it grazed the ceiling. Ah, out of bounds, <laughs> yeah. out of bounds, out of bounds. Then you had Coach Kendall come in here in his 10 years, won 163 ball games and um, I'm not sure where Brian Havel. I mean, I know Brian's in his 21st year now, which obviously has a much more years. So I'm not sure where he falls. Yeah, in, uh, I'll sit down. We'll have to figure out the record through all the Vincent Sun commercials and so forth, and figure out the career record. Four regionals. I think yeah. Brian's won. Yeah. Which is yeah. impressive. I'd one say. in a single class, and the other three have been one A in the four class system. Yeah. With some really good teams. I mean, he had a team that had a shot to win a state title there in probably 2011. I think it was. You know, a, a game that. I know we were all all three at Brian. Probably I don't think Brian would have been here for this. One, but one of the most mem memorable runs, and we talked about it early, January seventh, nineteen ninety-two, Red Hill versus oh, Oblong. Yes. What a night! Joe Jones wrote like the dungeon master in a torture chamber. Saluki's coach Fred Kendall <laughs> had his team tighten the defensive screws on the Panthers until something popped. The result was a 94-33 Red Hill win Tuesday night in Bridgeport that included a 37-4 scoring advantage in the second quarter and gave the 11-1 Salukis an insurmountable 55-14 lead at halftime. Yeah, it was 10-10, and then we Because I remember we were saying, like, wow, they're hanging with yeah. us. And then right after I said that, we reeled off 41 straight. Well, and we start. We got – we took the lead – and I don't know. We were in the game. I, think I don't think we stopped. were paying attention we, very much. We bad. probably weren't paying attention. And all of a sudden, we looked up, and it was 51 to 10. 51 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, guys, we're like on a 41 to 0 run. I tell you, I need to look up this kid from Star Rock, Ryan Weebles. <clears throat> is it 21 or 34? 21. That kid is a real player. Coach Kendall said the 41-point run was phenomenal. That was an intense fast-break basketball, three-point shooting, and defense, which is obviously very impressive. Let's see in this game, 
Eric Mosey went for 14, Holloway 19, McCullough 17. Pretty balanced scoring out of those three guys. Of course, there was a lot of uh, garbage time for several guys. Matt McCullough, three of four from three-point land. Bunning score. Bunning had five rebounds. Nice. Mike Bunning Dang. scored 0 of 3, from, didn't score at all. Okay. <laughs> he was uh, 0 of 3 from the field, but yeah. pulled down five boards. Yeah. So good, good, uh, good game there for Michael P.S. Bunting. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to, I'd like to <clears throat> dig into that Ed Chapel thing for a little bit and get and get his his perspective and find out yeah. what was what was thought of. Um, and I just wonder if I mean, you couldn't have known what you had in Fred. I mean, you may have an idea, but you couldn't have known. Probably not too much. I mean, he was the freshman. I mean, you, you don't really look at your freshman coach probably very often. And I don't feel like Fred was a guy that was chirping behind Chapel's back either. I mean, no. just knowing Fred, I, I think. But someone knew. I mean, well, someone knew what they're doing. I know who knew. Brandon and Gene and uh, yep. Chad and uh, – Eric. Yeah, because you guys were talking about Kendall as a tactician and so forth. Like, just in those freshman practices that year, I mean, he was blowing my mind with the stuff he was teaching and talking about. I was like, wow, this – I mean, I was – he was just so impressive on his knowledge and what he had us doing on that team. It was uh, – so, yeah, it was – yeah. <laughs> well, the, the perfect coach for that team. And as we've talked about, that – those kids went to bat for him when I guess when they made the decision that Chapel wasn't going to come back and yep. Gene yeah. and Gene and the guys I think Gene actually spoke at the yeah Gene kind of led the school the board meeting school and board meeting said this is the guy we need to hire and what a five year run what a five year run that Coach Kendall went on it was pretty pretty amazing like I said his first five years fifty five and four on this very home court just very tough place to win where did Chapel for the go other teams from to win. there. Uh, I know he coached girls basketball at Sparta, I believe. For Sparta, yeah. Maybe Sparta or Gallatin County. Gallatin <coughs> County is where he was, or somewhere at Galatia. Okay, my third try, I got it right. It was Galatia. Okay. Um, but yeah, I know he coached girls basketball for several years down and there. And he came from Sisney, right? Yes, yeah, he was varsity coach at Sisney before Red Hill. That was an interesting time with Chapel and Kendall coming in together at the same season. Yeah. And of course, I, I met him at football practice. It was the first place that, that I met them. What did uh, Chapel teach? Was he his math? Algebra. After, yeah. Okay, yeah. And maybe some other math classes, but I had him for algebra. I don't know if Fred just came straight in to do PE. I think he, yeah, I think he was just yeah. PE. Oh, nice. That's a nice move. You know, that's another one. If, it, if, if you're new to the podcast, if you haven't listened to him, and if you're a basketball fan, the Coach Kendall – uh, Coach yeah. Kendall podcast we had was really uh, phenomenal to be able to listen to him talk and he had a lot of success as a girls coach too. You know he won yep. uh, he won won uh, some trophies uh, that that as well. I, I didn't even initially bring up the Capital Classics that we won on this court. Yeah, uh, won several super championships. Well, every year we were in it for the first uh, mm -hmm. few years for sure. Speaking of episodes, another episode we did that I thought was really good was the was the uh, Capital Classic episode. T-Bone came on yep. and, and talked about the the beginnings of, of that tournament. And I still say when when the teams are really good, and I mean, that format is so – it's just such a good tournament. And, um, yeah. T-Town coming back next year along with Vincennes Lincoln. So. And that was a very surprising. I like yeah. the move, though, if we're not going to do a whole NEC thing. Then. Yeah. So are, are, are they going back to – 
the old format? Yeah, like, it'll be the traditional what format. What happened this year? They only had six teams, so they had to just... Oh, nice block. You only play two pool play games instead <clears throat> of three pool play games this year. Why do we only have 16? I don't know. Just couldn't, probably couldn't find another team, I would assume. Yeah, yeah interesting. Just that whole setup with host families, and, and that was just such a... Such a cool event. Still is, sounds like. And then 1992, finally, Coach Kendall had been to the regional championship every year to this point. So in 1992, we, we hosted here on this court and and finally brought home the first regional title. and First one I'd ever seen. I, mean, I was two when they won the other one, but um, yeah. so I obviously didn't remember the other regional. No, so, you know, in the – for those kids to be able to win that, and Justin was talking about family, and I think that's one of the things that I think more than everything else probably should have got the year before. <coughs> Excuse me, and probably should have got one maybe even the year before that. And 89 That was the biggest upset. So yeah. It's coming off three years of heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. Just, just I don't remember the the night the ninety team. I don't remember. I don't remember being as heartbroken that time. No, because we weren't expected yeah. to win that. Right, right. That Robinson but team that beat us was really good. The '89 team and the '91 team. Yeah. The '91 team especially. I, I just. And that was the game, if I remember right, Chip. Was that the game that we got in Wend Wendell Wheeler's head, the coach of Newton? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we were screaming. We were screaming at the three points. We sitting down here during Mine the three Hart, point I think, shootout. Was yelling at Meinhardt. <laughs> we should. I feel like that's one of those things I cringe about when yeah, I think about it now. Yeah, we probably should have done that, but we were um, kids. Empty gym. <laughs> screaming at this kid. Shooting three pointers. I got a death stare from a Newton's head coach, Wendell Wheeler. He went down and complained to Coach Evans about us. Um, the coach, I don't think we got talked to, did we? I no, don't remember. No, I don't. I don't remember, but I somehow I learned that Coach Evans had was told. I don't know if he told after <laughs> the fact, but during the game, I don't think he said anything. And Wendell Wheeler had a reputation of being kind of a hot. Yeah, he was a and, yeah, very hot head. I haven't heard so. that name in years. <laughs> so that was the uh, a sixty-five, a sixty-seven, fifty-five win to. That bring was the one of the great, greatest moments I've ever been a part of in this gym. Is um, when you know that first yeah, being yeah, that. that for winning that first regional title. It, that I had seen. Coach Kendall used just six players in the game, which was a little bit – usually he expanded a little bit more that, that season for sure. Um, Matt McCullough gunned in 17 points to pace the attack while Rob Waller and backcourt mate Eric Mosby both scored 12. Brian Havel and Bobby Stevens scored nine points. Holloway added eight despite foul problems. So, you know, that was the first one. And then, of course, that year we talk about the nice three-pointer there. We talk about the, the heartbreak of who did we win? Who did we beat in the first game in the sectional? Martinsville. So we beat Newton. Uh, sorry, went to Newton, played against Martinsville, and then the heartbreaker with Kali Gwaltney and uh, him taking over that game yeah. in the last a couple minutes. To, uh, when, the, when it was on the line, that's who, that's who they went to. What a guy here, 40-20 to 20 score? I mean, yeah, not – Bad. I mean, this is a really good team, but I'll say this, Dave, you were with they, me. We're very improved from We are, or, yeah. Red Hill definitely yeah. improved from then. Um, Lawrenceville, a good team, but we are, I mean, this is a really good basketball team we're playing with Kick a it really out. good press. Get and I there. can say it through the 21 years of there. Brian Havel, I mean, and it's probably, it's the same with a lot of coaches you can say that for, but his teams always get better for the postseason, there were teams that had oh, rocky yeah. starts that would end up winning. Reg I mean, even that. I'm, I'm going to talk about one in a second. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, and unfortunately, uh, Red Hill opens up regional play next Saturday 
at Centralia against this very same team oh, in their first kidding. regional game. So uh, the we play this team? Yeah, first round of regionals <laughs> next week. That's not good. good. Yeah, that's not <clears throat> good. This good squad. I'm anxious to see. What, now, how many, and I apologize, I should know this, how many classes are there now in Illinois? Four. Okay. Oh, they're just still just four? Yeah. Oh. So we go up, it's a, up to about 300. Little about 280 or so for 1A. I was thinking for some reason that he'd gotten completely. No, we, we expanded control. football from six to eight at one yeah. point. Um, but yeah, they exchanged the regionals last year with the way that because the formats that they play it all in one weekend now instead of small school one weekend, big school the next. So it's kind of like those baseball regionals where the first round game is hosted by the higher seeds. So we go down to Centralia for that game. Okay, so it's not a centralized tournament. Like yeah, and then the second round you'll get to, I think, a for South Central and Farina's hosting the regional. Girls uh, girls are playing in their regional today. Talk to Neil. He and, he was, uh, he and Beth were heading down to that tonight. Any score updates there? No. We had anything? Yeah. Let me skip the forward and the next yeah. year, of course. Oh, yeah, it's a big year. Uh, <clears throat> we... Red Hill and uh, Coach Kendall. Now this is my senior year and <clears throat> a senior-laden team with Dee Holloway, Bobby Stevens, Justin Shear, Scott Murray, myself, and Jason Young were the top six players. And another one of those situations where it was an up and down. Well, of course, us five hadn't played together in a few years for sure and <clears throat> had a good start of the season, winning the Capital Classic and was able to win the regional over there at uh, – Good play. Ozzy Ash, freshman Ozzy Ash yeah, with the block. He, he hung with them there. Win the Olney Regional, beating Lawrenceville in a really good basketball game. Then got to come home, and I think even Joe Jones kind of gives me chills thinking about it. Joe Jones, it's on YouTube, Chip, you put it on there. Yeah. And he was being interviewed by the, the Midwest Sound and Video guys that start broadcasting these games towards the, a few through the year and then the tournament for sure. And uh, – it's almost like that moment. Uh, what's the during the Ryder Cup when the guy says, "I got a good feeling." Who was yeah, that? Ben Crenshaw. Joe was almost like that. He's like, mm -hmm. you know, if 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 they win this game tonight, this team has yeah. a good chance of winning that because they get on that home court. They don't lose very often, and they're going to have a good yeah. chance of making it to uh, make it because I think there was already an upset over on the uh, west side of the state, maybe or something at that point. Okay. So he he had a good chance, and so winning that sectional here on this court was. Uh, with that crowd was, I mean, what a, what a, there's a good video of uh, this uh, Newton game where it just fans out across the whole yeah. gym and the bleachers on the floor, like we said. What 20. a moment. That all those sectionals you've been to through all the years, loving all those sectionals, watching Lawrenceville and Flora win all those, and then to have Red Hill yeah. on that floor. You, it was almost, you on the floor, Gary? It was oh, almost done. I mean, crazy. like, you couldn't even hardly believe yeah. it was happening. Bobby Stevens led the way that night with 21 points. Shear 11, Emmons 10, Holloway uh, 13, Murray 8. So a pretty balanced attack and a 63-58 yeah. victory over Newton to advance to the uh, super sectional. First sectional since 1960, which of course would have been Bridgeport mm -hmm. back, in, back in those days. Getting close to halftime here. Red Hill down 46 to 20. Yeah, Hanging in there, they're playing hard. I'm telling you, they they are better. This, I mean... This team is probably, I would say they're as good or better than Lawrenceville, and we're, we're playing with them. <clears throat> then the next regional championship is 1997 on this very court. 
I was not at that regional championship. Me and I was like, I'm going to wait yeah. to the sectionals for, for him. In 97, that still would have been – was that was still Coach Kendall. Yeah. Yeah, still Coach Kendall. That was a team uh, led by, you know, you Travis Stolting, Billy Gray, Jared Bryan, Steve Wilson, you had Matt Bashir, Landon Leasty, and Jason Bryan got some minutes in that game. So, you know, Coach Kendall gets, his, gets, gets another regional championship on this court to advance over to the Olney sectional in that particular particular year. Who was on that team? That have been. Let's see. The, the Jason, or I'm sorry, Jared Bryan was. Uh, he was on the team. Scored 19 in that game. Yeah, his senior season. Steve Wilson scored 14. See, Travis Stolting had 10. Billy Gray, nine. Matt Brashear had two in that game, and then uh, Jason Bryan, Jared's little brother, had five points in that game too. Josh Young score that night. Did Josh? You? I don't. Josh didn't make they, the. He wasn't in the. Uh, wasn't in the uh, box score okay. here. Okay. Yeah, I went and saw them play at the only sectional. I went to both of those games and um, almost pulled off a sectional um, there. Another heartbreaking loss. Playing for the final shot here. Well, a deep volleyball court. Well. All right. Well, I think that uh, – I don't think that – the Saluki's going to be terribly disappointed. They that no Havel's depth. This is not the t you're, he's not going to go in and yell and scream no, at this team. At I mean I, they I, they played a good half. And the scoreboard may not look that way, but yeah, um, not not bad at all. Again, we're looks, just a really like we're, really good team. About to get a performance here. It looks like maybe by the yeah. so what's the running clock rule in thirty five in Indiana. Thirty in Illinois okay, fourth quarter. So. Okay, just fourth quarter. Yeah. Oh, see, Indiana, it's 35 any time. Okay. And I don't know what happens if it drops. I don't know if it drops down. If it In um, Illinois, if it, it's once yeah, it goes. Like, you can cut the lead to one. And I, I think uh, really? that's the way it is. But right. that, 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 that would never happen. <laughs> right. I was actually at a game. I was broadcasting the game. The regular announcer for the Washington Hatchets was out of town. I was doing the Hatchet broadcast, and they were playing. And the Hatchets are, I would say, mediocre this year, but they were playing a really bad Tell City team, and uh, they missed it by being up 35 by one point in the first half. So, first basket of the second half, it was uh, okay. it was all over. And should we take a break while the performance is going on? Here? Yeah, they're going to do an old dance. So we'll take a break here, and uh, we'll be back with uh, some more old school banter as the second half continues. recorded by uh, Robert Clymer's band in, we'll see, she looks like January of 1980. Okay, so this would have been that Bill Hughes, Joe Kurtz, yeah. Terry McAdell, pre-game warm-ups before, uh, before the Mount Carmel game, I think it was. Because that, yeah. you know, that was the next year that we recorded. Okay, so. That'll get like, you pumped up for sure. We've got some easy buckets here to start this uh, say, start this third quarter. Yeah. Star Rock Not a lot of energy is, uh, coming out of making that a run. Now, if we can get it under 30 before the fourth quarter, we're good. But okay, okay. That, so it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to. 
So Illinois does for, for you that are old, quit watching basketball in the '90s because you're old school. Uh, Illinois does have a running clock now. If the game's over 30 points in the fourth quarter, it's a continuous clock. It only stops for timeouts and injuries. Yeah, they're they're kind of scoring at will they're now. Pound, they're pounding it inside. They got something figured out. And I think uh, a little halftime adjustment. Yeah, time for a timeout. I'm not sure what you do to adjust, but yeah, it's still time right. for a timeout. And, uh, Coach Havel does have an all Red Hill alum coaching staff. He's got Robert Petty, graduated like in 08, 07, 08 area. Um, Parker Havel from 8 or 19. Um, Cameron Vinsel from 17. And I believe. Um, my Wampler. I don't know why he's I not here tonight. I, see, I saw him I, on the bench before. Yeah, I saw you. I know at the Reveille game he was on the bench. but um. so The program doesn't list the coaches, <laughs> right. which I've never seen before, but I'm not sure. We just know him. And, of course, Brian Havel, 92, true old school era. Yeah. Havel and I had some um, some of those sections, those seats that Brian and I sat in the front row. Um I know Havel and I got tickets to all three games, I think, in 89 or 90 or maybe both years. We hosted this. Yeah, he was sitting right down from us. Because Havel's kind of – he was like a junkie. Like, he just wanted – he loved those sectionals here and everything. So, um, had good times with him watching those games. And then I think, you know, talking about the last uh, regional we won on this court in old school era. I don't know sure if any of those ones we've won in the recent years in the Havel era, if uh, any of those were yeah, here once it goes or to not. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm not sure if they were here. We went, So Havel won three of them in a four-class system. Um, but he won one in, in the two-class system, so I think yeah, that's what yeah. you're going to get to. Yeah, uh, this would have been on uh, February 26, 2004. So it was the last big game, at least I could say, that I saw in this gym with a really amazing atmosphere, and it was a Red Hill Lawrenceville Regional Championship game, and uh, it was another one of those classic uh, environments, and it was a classic duel between Brandon Christie and Ryan Cool. Oh, yeah. Had a, had a great night in a packed gym. A, that was a great basketball game. And we talked earlier how, you know, Brian Brian's teams seemed to play well towards the tournament, and Lawrenceville had beaten Red Hill that year all three times leading up to this, this meeting. And uh, Red Hill was down three times in the first half by nine points, but rallied to tie the game at halftime when Christie hit a hit a three-pointer at the buzzer. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Brandon scored 11 of, the, of uh, 15 Red Hill points in the first quarter. He made 13 of 17 in the second quarter. Was, What's going on Ozzie here? almost uh, <laughs> shot one at the wrong basket, but um, stopped himself midair. And then um, uh, at one point, Christie had uh, 32 of the first 42 points Red Hill scored that night. In that Wish game. I would have been here. That I was watching Athens play in a regional championship, which is going to make a great game too that night. But it's um, and then uh, sorry, Ryan, I missed that one. Ryan Nicholson, who was a move-in that year and joined us on the football team, was a real big kid. He kind of like a Josh Young type. Probably yep. he was even bigger than part, Josh. Part of the Evans family. Part tree. of the Evans family, and uh, he got him down, and he was he made a contribution, scored nine points. In the second half, when they kind of Christie cooled down fine a little bit, but they need some scoring, and Nicholson had nine. Christie ended with 36 on the night. Eric Adamson scored eight. Brady Decker six. Deb Parrott four, and Clint Inyert two was Red Hill's sixth regional title, wow. all told. First since uh, 1998. Like I said, the other regional championships, not just in this gym, was 75, 92, 93, 97, 98, and 04 were regional championships, and we would guess we would call the old school era. Yeah, yeah. and then they won them in uh, – Havels won four, he won 09, 11, and 15 he won a uh, regional. So Cameron Vinsel would have been a sophomore on the last regional team. 
Congratulations to Debbie Scott, our uh, one of our faithful listeners. Her daughter um, won a regional over in in Indiana tonight. They uh, so is it two games so, next Saturday to get to stay? Or yeah, they, they changed the format. Used to be a two game regional, and and you know we're opposite of Illinois, it's sectional and then regional. But uh, it's a it used to be a two game regional and a one game semi-state. They changed that, and I don't honestly, I don't know why, but they changed that to a two-game or a one-game okay. regional, two-game semi-state. So, right. so, North Knox, good squad. And, uh, so, congratulations to to them over there. Red Hill, kind of trying to again hang in there. I haven't heard from the the score from Red Hill girls, but let's talk about um, some of the great individual performances. In Red Hill, I think you've got the 1,000-point uh, scoring list, Gary. Yeah, I know. Starting starting back, class of 74, Doug Hardacre was the first one on this list, and uh, he cranked out 1,058 points. They don't have uh, the totals here, but we both know that, or we, we all know that Mark McAdow, sev, class of 76, and Chuck Rousey, class of 82, both broke that 1,000-point barrier. Then you get into class of 89, you got Lance and Stacy, <clears throat> which were, you know, again, two guys to, to watch play was uh, in, inside outside combo for those two. In the 1300s. I mean, so, I mean yeah, there's so many games where like, each of them had like 23, 24 yeah. points. And it's. And that's, you know, scoring 1,000 points in a career is, I mean, that is a real feat in the, in the far. Obviously, I mean, I'm not stating and, anything. And most of these guys didn't play as freshmen on varsity. I mean, Stacy and oh. Lance didn't play a. A whole lot on freshmen as um, freshmen on the varsity. Right. Brandon played on varsity, but didn't play a ton of varsity. Right, yeah. um, but there was a as when he was a freshman. I mean, there was a that, there was only one basketball. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, there was a lot of guys that could put exactly, it in the hoop. Yeah. I almost think, and what probably like D Holloway, who's here tonight, tried to get him on. He wasn't wanting to come on, <clears throat> come on. But D was a thousand point scorer, and he he made contributions. Really, he did play a little bit as freshman year, but sophomore yeah. through through those years. And I think probably what, what Bobby Stevens doesn't make it only from the fact that he didn't really get going much until his senior year because he had so many good players yep. ahead of him where he was more of a sixth man. Same, sixth same, man and, uh, same with all year. the guys in my class, McCullough. <laughs> right. Wall, you know, well, Waller. Waller played quite a bit. But yeah, he but was, the rest of them played J JV through their junior year. But, so. Yeah, but yeah, Rob wasn't a you know, he, he wasn't right. the main option on the Yeah, on he's not going to be the, right. your 1,000 type. Yeah. Probably on assist leaders, if we had those, he'd yeah. be up there. Yeah, I don't think they – I know they kept those stats, but I've never seen those published. And they're so – like when people put assist records in, because sometimes it's like, it's right. look who's keeping – like or Exactly. You never know who's right. actually Sometimes keeping. they'll give whoever passes the ball on bounds, and they dribble up the court and come up and shoot. It's like, let's give him an assist. Giving out free popcorn. That's always fun at the basketball So games. who is our all-time leading scorer? It's the assistant coach on the bench right now, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I think – Brandon Christie, I think we talked about in there. I think he okay. finished yeah. just behind Brandon Christie because Brandon still had another year left in this. Uh, and averaged probably 22, 25 a yeah, game. Yeah, so I think he finished 15, 1600 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So but I think Cameron's number two. I thought Cameron actually ended up getting yeah, that's, that's Cameron's what I the, the sing, single game scoring records, Cameron. Okay. Okay. He had like 47, 48 in a game. So he had Holloway in 93 with 1149. Jason Bryan, 1020. Kenny Fox, I just. Uh, I mean, I knew Kenny was a good ball player. I didn't know I Kenny say got that, that includes his – Lawrenceville, you got to think – because he played his first two years at Lawrenceville. That's right. I, I got to think he 
you, they're including that. But. With 1147th and uh, uh, which is shaky. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, well, legend know, Matt Shear got a thousand point score in his four. He was class of 2002. And, and it was hurt for much of one year. Yeah. I believe. Was ankle just, problems. Yeah. yeah. Sophomore year maybe. And then, of course, we have Brandon Christie. At this point, I guess Chip said 1,189 at this particular time with the full season to go. So, um, all-time leading score uh, now. So, and then I believe I know, um, of course, Drew Moore, Cameron Vinsel have joined that club. Um, Mur Dalton, is that his name, Murray? Yes. The oldest Murray yeah, boy, but I he's a 1,000-point so. scorer. And there was probably some others in that era before that, but those guys in the last 10 years have entered it. Well, a nice history down through some, gosh, some really, really good teams. And, and we'll we'll focus on some more teams and seasons and this at the at the podcast coming up in the future. What we're going to do is see this one will come out here just in the next day or two for your work week this week. And then next week we'll, uh, or in the next episode, we'll, we'll kind of edit down a little bit our drive around Bridgeport. And we'll just, we talked about all kind of stuff on that. Um, and had a great day, time today at the 5th and 6th grade center. We have really talked about our trip through the 5th and 6th yeah, grade center today. Yeah, we talk about that a little bit. Gator came over there. and let us in. And, and yeah. I, I think I, I was – I guess I was pleasantly surprised it hadn't changed. It changed a lot of things the same. It must, yeah. I mean, the, obviously the, the, the classroom's a little different. We visited the boys' bathroom there, right there by the trophy case. That hasn't changed – Virtually at all. Uh, the trophies are no longer know, in the case. Um, that was not Principal Gaither that did that. That may have been Principal Jamerson, Principal Brashear. Not sure who took the trophies out of the case. And where are they now? Yes, yeah. right. Need to find out about that. Um, the locker room was tiny. <laughs> yes. same, the locker room is the same size. <laughs> it seemed tiny. You've all been in that locker room for PE. Some of you for basketball. I mean, we'd fit our whole basketball team. We'd fit two because, like, we had Lytle and Gray. We shared, like, two classes with FP at the same time. So you had the entire boys, and the, I assume the girls are the exact same size on the other side. Um, yeah, it's I can't believe we fit but, 20 to 25 kids in there. But we would have had, because I think we, I, I think there was only, I think there's two PE classes. I was in Mrs. Pargin's class in fifth grade. And then, so it was Pargin's and Thompson's class. Yeah, because so we would have had Gray two works. classes of boys. Right. All in that locker. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the hallways, the classroom, uh, the gym, um, the floor is, is exactly still in. All the tight. flooring is exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, it smells that, like, the same. I got to go in my kindergarten classroom. That was awesome. Yeah, that was I cool. loved that moment. I got to sub in that classroom one year, which was Oh, did amazing. you really? Yes. I was disappointed. Like the one time my dad hired me to sub, I got to sub in that room for Mrs. for uh, Lori Brookhart Wells. I was sad to see, like I said, we the, what was missing the pegboard. The, the, the trophies, that's, that's the, the pegboard, and, yeah. the, and the payphone's gone, guys. I, they yeah, took out the payphone's gone. Of course, the uh, old wooden bleachers did not meet codes, so they just have the uh, auxiliary metal bleachers in there now. Remember look laying, out, look out, look out. <laughs> laying upside down um, on those bleachers and looking up at that ceiling, which they've got some kind of tarps over that ceiling now for some reason, but looking up at those beams and – uh, but yeah, it's all the same. For a lot of the cafeteria was yep. 
really the same. The cafeteria seemed bigger back then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah definitely. I still think the room's shrinking. I don't think we've <laughs> grown. We, uh, yeah, we got to go to Mrs. Irway's room, Mr. Stolting's room. Yeah, I mean, you, you name them, we saw their room today. Uh, they, of course, put the new addition on about 25 years ago, and we did not visit that. We, no, uh, that's we're uh, old, old school. school. That's, old, yeah, that's, that's the new school. That's exactly what you know, we're not going to cover. Yeah. Um, which classroom was it that was uh, Mr. Stolte, or uh, Mr. Gray's room was all sectioned off yeah. in a different... Yeah, it's an RTI uh, yeah. room now. I believe that's the room that he said that was that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was a lot of fun. Thanks to for uh, to Tony Gaither for allowing us to go in there and, and run around a little bit. It, uh, still one of one of my favorite moments. We didn't have a podcast back then, but when we got to, when we got to run through the high school that one last time before they to- yeah. tore yeah. it down. I got to get those... Um, those the DVDs. Yeah, you have, you have it on DR, DR Homes. Man, that was. Uh, I, that was I need cool. to get a DVD player. I tried the one in my car and it wasn't reading it. Because that's oh, so I you did. actually have the. Yeah, the ones that DR, DR mailed them to me. I've never. Oh, really. I, didn't I, didn't, I didn't know that. I thought we were yeah. still trying. Okay. I, I, they're just sitting there, never been watched. I tried to put them in my car DVD because I don't have a DVD player at home right now. I and, have uh, one. It's, I'll have to bring them next time. And that's, yeah, uh, we'll have to have a. a a viewing party because I, I think VCR, but I'm a DVR, I still have a DVD player. <laughs> yeah, um, but so that uh, that was that was uh, just a whole lot of fun to go to go through there. What else? It's been a great day. I mean, I, I it, hope it, we can do this more. There's a lot of people we want to talk to that had other uh, prior engagements tonight, but I don't know if we'll do this every year. But I would like to do this at when we can. If there's, yeah. if we can do it next year if it works out with all four of our schedules. Maybe next year we can do a football game or something. Yeah, that'd be fun too. It was. And, uh, um, this was a lot of fun to come back and, and see and got was able to to see Neil and and Carrie and and we appreciate Six Gun Billy Hughes for coming up and that was great. And talking to us. Uh, you know, this is. I mean, you said those guys back then. I mean, they were like they were rock stars to you. And, and Without me, and a question. So having Billy Hughes up here is like, I mean, that's like having a, one of your musical heroes from the early '80s. And, and they'll they may never believe it that that's the way they yeah. projected and how we all thought about them. But it's definitely the truth. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see more kids at this game tonight. That would be nice. More, but just. Maybe someone went to the girls' game. Yes, they were all down at Blueford tonight. <laughs> I did see that we did drop that game at Blueford. So okay. uh, the girls' basketball season comes to an end tonight. Well, um, sad way to end the podcast. So let's do. Um, yeah, but it, but but it was it was a really really fun day, and and we appreciate everybody. We appreciate you listening. I don't know what else to say, guys. Great day. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad everybody was able to work it out where we could get together and do this. Thank you for that. You're so our schedule, yeah, our schedule coming up is uh, next time we'll have the drive around pod that we did in the car, kind of a different format. It was a lot of fun, and then uh, I think we might do meet the host Brino. The host, and we need to probably get together and try to think of an interview to do uh, who we want to interview. We yeah. had some great interviews tonight, but those are always yeah, well we need received. To, we've kind of gotten away from interviews for a little bit, but yeah, we need to set some time and, and get those and and. Uh, Gary, final thoughts? Well, it was. Uh, we've been looking forward to this for several weeks or a couple months now, and it lived up to the hype. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to see basketball in this gym. Love being in the grade school. Love going to grades, of course. Heck, yeah. I love, just love the time where we all get to sit back and chat and have these uh, uh, remembrances of times past. Yep. David, anything left to say? 
he pretty well said it all. But yeah, it's great to be back in this place. It's been it's been too long, really. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't been in here in 15 years before, or over 15 years. Chip, take us out. Let's go white. <laughs>